Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Well, we got to hover a little bit because this morning I, I used absolutely probably none of my notes, maybe one, two scriptures. <laughs> and it's, it's not really good for production, but then again, when have I ever been good for production, right? I went, to, I went last night, I went to the other side of the thing and I preached and they, they, they tried to get you, they said, you got any kind of like scriptures or, you know, you could kind of go on the fly. I was like, well, can we stay with the going on the fly thing? Because I really don't want to be, I don't, I like to be organized, but I like to be loaded. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Just put the ammo in the gun and don't worry about when I shoot it, just know it's loaded. You know what I mean? Let's not try to go, you know what I mean? Just pack it in there and let's go. You know what I mean? It'll get out when it got to get out. But I don't, I, I got, because I'm an atmosphere guy. The atmosphere dictates where I'm going. Teachers like, see, I'm not a teacher. You know what I mean? It's not like a pure teacher. Some guys have a teaching gift. They just got to have it all dialed in. Me, I'm an atmosphere guy. I flow in the atmosphere. The atmosphere kind of pulls me into my teaching. You know what I mean? It's okay. You want to be a teacher, be a teacher. It's all right. There's nothing wrong. We all need one another. But I like staying in the atmosphere. If I get on the floor, I pick stuff up. If I get on here, but it's good. It's better for me to be where I need to be because I think that's what you need most. You know what I'm saying? And I've been on these promises. And let me tell you something. A lot of people don't realize what the promises of God can do for your life. You, you got to realize something. You have everything, but you need these promises. These promises contain God's ability. And that's the thing the church has to understand. See, because in the thing is this. See, when God, we got separated from God because of sin, God had to get us back. And the way he got us back was he sent Jesus. But after he got us back, see, Jesus got us back to God. But the promise is get God back to you. Okay? Jesus, 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 right? He got us back to God. Now, these promises get God back to you. Jesus got us to God because we were separated, but the promises get God back to you. You need promises in the earth. Because, see, when you got separated, he gave you everything, but you got to get everything by faith. That means the own, it's not work. It's faith, grace, but it's promises because God put his faith in his promises. So the promises of God contain the faith of God. The promises of God contain the faith of God. So what happens when you find those promises? You find God's faith for the subject. When you find God's faith, now you're working with material the earth's never seen before. You understand? It's the substance that makes things. But I was telling these guys, hope is really important because hope, hope's a powerhouse, man. And if you can't keep hold of hope, your faith doesn't have a target. It's important, okay? So we're gonna go slow with this thing. I wanna show you this. I'll probably stay around here if it's good. So here's what I'm trying to get you to get here, all right? Promises of God the promises of God was what God had planned for you in Eden in the beginning. Now, let me give you the, this is what I believe. Now, I could be a little off here, 
but go with it. It might be just a little fundamentally off, but it's not off because it's wrong. I believe because me and you were separated from God from the beginning, from the Eden-like condition. That's what God had for you, the blessing. That's all it was. God wanted you to live in the blessing. God made man. It was perfect. He's like, this is going to be great. You live in the blessing. Be fruitful, be multiply. Remember he told you in Genesis? He's told them all. He said, here's what it is. You're going to be fruitful. You're going to be multiply, subdue the earth. You can do great things. You're not going to have sick. You're not going to have any this. Sin comes in. Sin came in through Adam's transgression. Correct? When sin came in through Adam's transgression, man is separated from God. Got it. Jesus' obedience puts man back in contact with God. But wait a minute. We're in the earth, and in the earth, walking with the blessing. But how do we get the Eden-like condition back on our life, living in a fallen, corrupt world? Because they ain't come automatically. They got to come through faith. Anything that's going to come to the believer in the life we now live has got to come through faith. Faith is the new access point. Now, I know what you're all going to tell me. Grace gave it. Yeah, grace gave it, but faith's got to receive it. And if you don't know how to use your faith, you're not going to get what's laid up in grace. Because here's the thing. Now, I'm going to show you where the problem is. The problem is in your soul. And the problem is with your hope. You get what I'm telling today. I'm going to tell you right now. You better lock in. If you get, I never said this in my life. If you get what I'm telling you today, your life will never be the same again. Because here's the thing, guys. You vacillate in and out of hope more than you realize. And faith has no target to hit. Hope is in the soul. You're working on your spirit. You're, you don't got to work on your spirit. Your spirit's perfect. You got to work on your hope. And I'm going to tell you what that is. That's the side of your spirit that you develop. There's two sides of your spirit. You have to understand this. When spirit and soul, because you are a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body, your spirit and soul connect in the heart. Okay? So a third of you is perfect. Another third of you needs to be renewed, and the last part's your body, and that, ain't, that thing just wants to eat cupcakes all day. You know how that goes. Right? right? I started eating barbecue potato chips last night. I was like, darn, I was doing so good this week. I was doing so good. And then you preach, and they try to fatten you up. I missed it by that much. I was right there, Daryl. I said, why'd you got to put the, uh, get behind me, Satan? They were sitting there. They started calling my name. They're like, Pastor Chris, you deserve one of these. I was like, oh, you devil. Next time I'll get them. <laughs> you like potato chips? He eats them? <laughs> She's telling on you. I love it. You got to love it. You got to ask the wife. The wife knows everything. You know, try to hide your snacks in the house. Can't work. Your wife will find them. So you're pulling this in, though. And this is really important, I think. I think this is really good stuff. Okay? So here's what happens. Check this out. So now, the Lord's like, where's hope? I said, man, where's hope? I don't know. Hope's in your soul. Okay, did you get that? Now, write that down if you need to get it. You can go back and watch this stuff. You listen to the podcast. Hope is in the soul. Okay? Now, hope comes from the word. Okay? So when the Lord asked me, he said, where's hope? I said, I don't know. I, don't know. I know it's when he's asking questions, but I was like, I don't know this answer right away. I'm thinking, where is hope? Where's hope? I started thinking about scriptures. I said, hope, hope's anchor of the soul. 
hope must be in my soul. Then I started thinking other scriptures said, hope's in my soul. Now, faith is the substance of things, evidence of things not seen. You cannot produce the evidence of unseen things with hope that comes in and out of hope. Hope has to hold the picture long enough for faith to materialize it. Faith holds the promises. Like, let me give it to you like this. This will be good because the note takers, I got to go slow. So I got to really slow my processor down. Okay? Watch what happens. Hope, hope holds, hope holds the promises of God long enough for faith to materialize them. If hope cannot hold the promises of God long enough, faith can materialize nothing. You have to, now go slow, it's okay. So what am I saying? How do I change this? Anything you wanna change, you come and say, I wanna change this marriage, I wanna change my finances, I wanna change my body, I wanna, you know, like sick, this, that, broke, messed up, mental, whatever it is going on, how do I change it? I gotta find a promise. The promise gives me an opportunity to tap into divine nature. Second Peter 1, 3, remember it? Come on, let's pull it up. You guys liking this? Second Peter 1, 3. I'm telling you, I never heard this before because it's the problem. We're working on our spirit. I need you to work on your soul. Your soul's the problem because you know what it is? Watch, I'll give it to you. You want to see it? Let me, uh, what's a good, uh, marriage. Marriage is a good one, okay? Because it's easy to see. I'm trying to get you to see. So everybody that's not married, just be quiet and watch, okay? And if you're going to get married, pray real hard right now, okay? <laughs> right? So you come in and you're like, ooh, I'm in love. Ooh, I love you. Ooh, we love. Ooh, let's get married, Right? Holly, you're laughing really, really loud, and it sounds good from where I'm standing. <laughs> Billy, you're a great man. She loves you, but you can really hear that laugh. You know, I like that. That's good. That's good, right? Pastor Liz is in here, so I can say whatever I want to say. Okay, great. So you get married. Now, this is how it works. You get married. You say, ooh, I got a vision of getting married. Ooh, remember when you, go, remember when you almost didn't get married? <laughs> it's kind of loud in the back. Maybe we should all move back there. You're, no, be serious. Be, uh, all the newlyweds, calm down. It's going to happen. Soon to be, it's going to happen. You wake up one day and go, am I really, really signing up for this? All the single people, just get ready. It's coming. Remember you were like, let's get married? And you were like, yay. And then like a couple months into it, you're like, I don't know if I want to marry you. Did that not happen to everybody in the room? If that did not happen to you, raise your hand. Wow, praise the Lord, only two people. Well, you're married, Larry. That's that's angelic right there. Larry's <laughs> now, Larry, Johnny. They got they're in a different during during a different level, all right. But that's really good. That's good. That's really good. But watch this. If it doesn't happen before, it might happen after. But you got to be seasoned. So most people, this is what happens. You go in, and you go like this. I don't know if I want to marry you. Now watch this. Same person, something. You just lost the hope in the thing. When you start losing, people like to use this terminology with church, ooh, the grace lifted. No, the hope's gone. Once the hope's gone, the grace is out. You see it? You see it? See it? So now you don't have that image no more. Man, you want to know when you almost got divorced? Don't raise your hand. You want to know when you almost got divorced, the people still married? Was when you lost hope for that marriage. 
You got them scriptures and went home and was the same person. Nothing's changing. And what do you do? You got ready to say, this thing don't work. No, faith can materialize what's hope, but if you ain't got no hope in the right place, faith may get materialized. It could, you know what hope, you want to know what hope will hold on to? Hope will hold on to the wrong things and materialize things you don't. It's hopeless. And then it's over. You see what I'm saying? If you can keep hope in the right place and let faith empower it, you can walk through anything. Now, here's the thing. In marriage, you got to have two, two people willing to go there. Most of the time, you only got one. And that's when you got a problem. You see what I'm saying? Are you pulling it in? Well, how come? And then all of a sudden, you worked it out and you, got, you, you had hope for it. Healing's the same way. Oh, I got a healing. You got a report, but you got a healing. You got to keep that healing hope. Otherwise, you know what you do? You'll chuck the hope. Once you chuck the hope, faith can't materialize nothing. Hope comes from the word. But the word is the promise. And within the promise is the faith for the promise. Within the promise is, you don't, guys, you're void. You're a Christian. You got dominion. I got it. I know. But here's the thing. You're void of the power until the promise shows up. Once the promise shows up, you ignite the power within the promise to give you the ability to live the promise. Without the promise, you don't have the seed to produce the right kind of fruit in that area. You got to get the promise because how's faith come? By hearing. Well, if you hear faith and faith comes, obviously faith's in it. God put his, you better get this now. God had no way to get to you, so he put his faith in his word and gave you his word. That's how I did it with Jesus. Jesus was the living word. He was the seed. He said, unless a grain of wheat falls in the ground and dies, it abides alone. He was the seed of the word. He was the seed of the word. So Jesus knew this. He said, when I come to the earth in bodily form, I can buy him back through my body, but I'm also going to give him the seed. The seed not of many. Remember we read it? But the one seed to Christ, the procreator of every promise, Galatians 3.13, don't go there. Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for curses everything that hangs upon a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through faith. The blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through faith. And that seed's not of many, but the one seed to Christ. The one seed. Promises, plural, one seed, Christ. This ain't deep. Just what I'm trying to get you to see. The Holy Spirit in you is the yes and amen to every promise God gave you. That means if you can hold it in your hope, faith can materialize it. Now, what does that mean? Joshua 1.8. That's what that means. This book of the law shall not depart out of their mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. Meditate therein day and night. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but meditate therein day and night that thou may observe to do. Put it in your eye and put it in your ear. Put it in your eye. Put it in your ear. Get it coming out your mouth. Speak the promises of God, guys. Say what God says about a matter. Don't say what you want to say. I'd rather you cuss than say something different than God said. Say what God said about a matter. Say what God said about everything. Amen? Look, go, go to Romans chapter 4. Let's give them that one. Was that 414 I went to before? Yeah, I think that's it. You getting this? You pulling it in? So here's what happens. Now, what's the problem with hope? This is where hope gets jacked up. We hope for it. We hold on to it. You know what I mean? And then we go, oh, it ain't working right. And then we let go of hope, and now faith's got no target. You see what I'm saying? You got to hope. You got to hold it like a picture. Now you got to picture, ooh, this is, what the, this is what that marriage is supposed to look like. This is what my finance is supposed to look like. This is what my body is supposed to look like. You don't see that right picture from that word. That promise gives you the picture. Your faith 
materials. One of his translations says, now I'll show it to you in, in Hebrews 11. It makes sense. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. What if I ain't got no hope? Faith's got no substance. Now, 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 now faith is the substance, material of things hoped for. Hope for. If you ain't hoping for nothing, faith has no work. Faith can materialize what you hope for. And if you do not hope for it, go to Romans 12, 1 first, Kaylee. Thank you. We're going to do 1, 2, and 3. Romans 12, they need to see this. Faith materializes things hoped for. Woo! Okay, what you hoping for? Hope comes from the word. It's an anchor of the soul. It goes within the veil. You know what he's saying? He's saying it goes in the glory. It goes into the holy of holies. It goes into the tabernacle of God. It basically goes into the word of God and finds what you need for your future. That's what hope does. You ain't got no hope till you find the word. You got, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. where do you think hope came from? Hope came from the word. You get the word of God. Now I got hope to heal my body. I got hope to change my mind. If you came in here and you were mentally oppressed, right? You came in here. I can't even think straight, Pastor. We all been there. I can't. I got the life. Oh, my God. My mind. My head. I don't know what to do. And I come in here and I go, he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon him. You go, my God, I got a shot at this thing. Come in here. You got marriage problems. I don't know if we can make it. He, God said what he put together, no man put asunder. You go, my God, I got hope. You come in here, the doctor said you're going to die. I said you're going to live and not die. The Bible said in Acts 10, 39, how God anointed Jesus and Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, went about doing good and healed all those oppressed of the devil. You say, I got hope in that Acts 10, 38 to change my situation. Now, most of you know that, well, what's that going to You might as well die. You can't reject the word of God. And then everybody goes, well, why didn't, why didn't sister so-and-so get it? Why didn't brother so-and-so get it? If you don't know these truths, you ain't going to get it either. That's why the devil wants us to go to church. He don't care if you go to church. He wants you to go to dumb church. Go to dumb church. And everybody come in here and say, you know what I really believe? I don't believe. You want know to say something? I'm going to say, I never said this a day in my life. I don't think it's easy to come through the door, not because I'm making it hard, but you got to qualify. said that. I don't think, I don't, I'm being serious. I think I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I never said this before in my life. I don't think I'm making it hard. You got to qualify. Because God's giving you nuggets in here. You better, you better have something on you if you're going to win in this earth nowadays. Because you know, y'all go to church cute. Go to cute church. You got to learn to win. I'm not trying to, I want you to win. Because you can't win. See, here's the thing. You can win with me around. What are you going to do when I'm not around? You got to win on your own. I'm teaching you how to fight. Oh, my God. You'd be knocking out the neighbors. Beat up everybody on the block. I'm talking devils, not, you know, people. You know what I'm saying? You so tough, I'm going to get a phone call about you. That's one of them relevant people down here. Talking in tongues in my doctor's office. I don't know. They told me they go to relevant. I told her she's got something another. She told me she got the blood of Jesus Christ and cast the devil out of the guy. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's one of mine. Pray, I'll go pick them up. Where are they at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got You can't just, you know, this thing, this day and age we're living in, come on. You got to be at another level of faith. You can't just get by with like, oh, be calm, Christianity. Be calm. Be calm. Be calm. Nothing. This world's crazy. 
This world is nuts. It's getting nuttier. You know what I'm saying? And their immorality is crazy. And you got and some of these people are nuts. These people all around are nuts, and they want to go leading us in the countries and lead. Oh my God. God knows I'm gonna get censored. I don't even want to speak it, but they can't stop me. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that. Yeah, watch me. <laughs> You want to be there when I do it? <laughs> yeah, no, you got to get strong, okay? Look at 12, Romans 12, 1 and 2. You guys notice, but here's the thing. When you come in and out of hope, you come, you, you take the pressure of faith off the hope, and then it cannot materialize what you put in front of it. Does that make sense? So say, like, you want to go to another level. Life, business, marriage, wealth, health, mind, whatever it is. I got it. I got the picture from the word. Hold it. Why doesn't that come again? Anchor of the soul. We're going to see it. So you got to hold it. It's hard to hold it when I can't see it. You're not looking for the outside. You got to get the picture on the inside. You get that from the word. Go possess the land. We're grasshoppers on the inside, so we look like grasshoppers on the outside because your hope isn't in what Jesus said. Your hope was in what you saw. And it became hopeless when your hopes got overrode by giants in the land. And you projected the image of a grasshopper even though he said you were champion. You see it? If you don't hold the right picture, and you can say, is hope a visual picture? I believe so. Because look what it said in Romans 12. One, two. But, well, not, not even there right now. Let's just, let's just, let me finish 11.1. Right. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things. By it, the elders obtained a good report and the world was framed by the word of God. What framed the world? The word of God. So the word of God, the word, one translation says it's the blueprint. You want to put up, can you, well, yeah. uh, can you put Hebrews 11 one up there? Sorry, Kayla, I'm working you overtime today. I'm going to have to get you a gift card. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You see that? Now you got that, you got that before, right? Now watch this, watch two. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Watch. Here we go. Next one. Through faith. Now, that's what I wanted you to see. Through faith. Through faith. It came through faith. Want to know what came through faith? Grace. See that? Grace. You better get the YouTube pulling in. Yeah, I know what y'all going to do. What's that saying there? Say to by grace, through faith, you were, thank you, saved. Grace laid it up. Faith obtained what was laid up through faith. Faith is the vehicle that accesses you everything that God has prepared for you. But here's the problem. If you don't have the place of right understanding, you just think it's automatically going to show up. Well, praise be to God. I'm a Christian. It should just all happen. No, the promises of God are yes and amen. You got to go get them. Because what Christianity, you have to understand this, and this is true. You were separated from all this stuff from the fall, and you got redeemed by what Jesus did, but you received what he did by faith. You got to go get those promises. So I need some promises in the here and now that I got to go get. This ain't going to happen by osmosis. You just, oh, it's going to come falling out the sky like, ooh, it just happened. No, it ain't just going to happen. You got to get a picture of it and then go get it. 
You see it? That's why people in church are like, I didn't know I had to do this. Well, guess what? You do. But the good news is you can. It's okay, right? But I'm trying to get you to see how to do it. Now, look what it says right here. Through faith, we understand that the world were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. You see that? So where were, they, where were, these, where were these unseen things? Where were these unseen things? They came from heaven. That's what makes you become a divine partaker. So I'm not going to wear you out. Just go to Romans 12, 1 and 2. Are you getting this? So here's the problem. You got hope like here, and then hope kind of goes and comes and goes and comes from the word of God. And what happens then is this. If you cast it away, it's like Mark chapter 4. If you cast your hope away from the word of God, hope came. Hope was birthed by the word of God. Without the hope and birthing of the word of God, faith's got no target. Can't do nothing. Ain't nothing to hit. So you get, ooh, I think I can. And then, like, you start a business, right? Some of you business people, you know what I'm saying. You start, I'm looking at you, right, because you start a business. You had that dream. Everybody, every business owner here had a dream. You got a dream. You got a dream. Guys got dreams. I had a dream. You guys all got dreams. You had a dream. That dream looks so cloudy at one time. You're thinking, how in the world could this be? You just didn't quit. It looked like you're going to go broke. You're like, man, we got to keep, we got to stay on it. That thing was a hope. You got it. So I don't know, word, something you heard from God. Maybe you just have, I don't know how you got it, but you had it. That thing, that, you know how many times that you died to that thing happening? Come on, guys. You know how many times you're like, I don't even know if I want it. So much work involved in it. I'd rather not. That hope was coming. Come on, Billy. That hope was there. That hope's gone. You woke up. I'll tell you when that hope leaves. Monday morning, 5 o'clock. Man, he's like, God Almighty, nobody told me how to put all this in. Hoping and believing and stretching and scrapping and scraping and that whole, and you want to know what? Some people in here say, I ain't doing it. They just quit. They stopped. It's okay. That doesn't mean they failed. You know what that means? They stopped hoping. You ain't never failed a day in your life. You just quit on your hopes. Because if you can hold that thing long enough, faith will materialize it. You see it? But it's in where? In your soul. Because your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions gets in the way. It tries to stop you. Look at Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice. You almost done? We're going to leave. All right, just right. I present you by the mercy of God, that you present your body. Ain't that your soul? He said, get your soul right. You got to get soul alignment. Your mind, your will, and your emotions are fighting you on this. I'm going to show you how to do it in the end. You get a promise, you hang on to it, don't let nobody quit on you. You don't quit on those promises, they come true. Every one of them will. The power of God's in it to make it come to pass. How do you know you can guarantee it? God backed it up. We're going to look at Hebrews. After we're done with this, we'll look at that Romans 4 one. Let's look at that Romans 4.14 right after this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. What? Present your body a living sacrifice. Praise God. Holy, acceptable in the Lord. Watch this. Which is your reasonable service. You watching this? And be not conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to renew your mind. You got to renew your mind to these truths. Now, you know this. Now, watch this. That you may prove what is a good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Right? Everybody say, watch three. For I say, hear that thing, through the grace. Through the grace. Everybody say, through grace. grace. Given unto me, right? Every man that is among you, not to think of himself more high. Don't get in pride, because God stops grace flowing when you get prideful. I deserve it. You don't deserve nothing. And you didn't get nothing because you were good. 
Pastor Liz made me laugh last night. She goes, man, that was really good what you said. I said, well, if you're, if you're giving me praise, God knows heaven must have moved. <laughs> so I was laughing, but it was cute. Come on, lighten up. So I said, well, thank you. And I was trying to get people to understand something, that this is good news, is that if, if, if me and Jerry decide, this is what I said, if me and Jerry, me and Jerry decide something, okay, hey, Jerry, here's the deal. Tomorrow, when all these people show up, me and you decide, we're going to give everybody in this building 100 bucks. That's what we're going to do. We decide on it, me and Jerry. Going to go, everybody that comes in, we ain't giving you no money, so just calm down all you people. Thought today was your day. It's not. Okay? Me and Jerry sit here Saturday night and go, everybody that comes in that building tomorrow, we're giving them $100. Jerry goes, I agree. I go, I agree. Done. You, who's the first time visitor in here? Anybody? Never been here before. Raise your hand. Anybody? Your first time visitor? Eagles are going to win today, too. I, I like your shirt. I believe that. Okay? All the other people, don't worry about it. Don't worry about why and how I know. It's not prophetic. I just felt good about it, all right? So, all right, he comes in. This guy ain't never been to church a day in his life. Gets 100 bucks. Guarantee you he'll come back. Praise God. That might not be a bad idea. But here's the thing. He gets 100 bucks, and we don't go in there saying, how you live in, not the gentleman here, but, you know, we don't say, how you live in, where were you, what were you doing, you've been good, you've been bad, you're a Christian, what do you think, what do you believe? No, me and Jerry made a deal, and he just gets in on the deal because he what? He came in the building. God and Jesus made a deal. We just come in because we come in through somebody's side of it. Guess what? It wasn't our deal. We didn't originate it. We didn't do it. And guess what? It ain't my behavior. It ain't my mindset. It ain't what I think. The deal's already been cut. You just get in on the deal. When you get in on the deal, you get the benefits. It's not based on reward. It's based on a position. So if we make the deal, God and Jesus made the deal. I just came in with Jesus' side. I'm like, hey, I'm here on Jesus. He said, good, here's your 100 bucks. Yeah. He, he, hey, uh, look, Ellis, did he come with you? Could we say that? Uh, Ellis invited him, right? Let's just say, Ellis, Ellis, today you invited him. Ellis came in on a deal. He said, hey, how are you coming? You here? He said, I came with Ellis. We said, okay, we know him. You're in. How you get in the deal? Jesus. Now, here's the thing. Now, watch this. It's so good because I know y'all say it. That's going to give everybody license to go off the rail. It is. It is. God's grace has given everybody a license to go off the rail. Oh, yeah. But only goofy people do it. And here's what God knows. If you start going off the rail, you're not going to have the confidence to go to him about everything he'll give you. So you'll self-govern yourself. So don't worry about people being governed. If we go too far over, they'll govern themselves. Because you ain't coming boldly to throne and know God that you ain't serving right. Because that's just the way it works in the DNA of man. So what you got to understand is this. It is that good. It is that lavish. It is that overflow. It is that blessing. It is that no requirement. So stop trying to limit what God can do in your life based on your performance. Because your performance doesn't have nothing to do with it. And if you get too far out, don't worry about it. You ain't going to be that confident to go ask for anything anyway. You will govern yourself in the future. Just like God wanted it to. It's called spiritual growth. So watch right here. I said all that to say this. For though I say... Through the grace given unto me to every man. Don't think yourself more than all the day. Because I gave every man the measure. Everybody say the measure. You got the measure of faith to do everything God called you to do. Now, you know what you need to do with the measure? Put it in the promise. Once you put it in the promise, the measure will do the work. Now, I'm going to say something here. You're going to love this? You're going to love this? You're going to love this? It ain't even your faith anyway. He gave you his faith. He gave you his faith to say, go use my faith. And you want to hear one really good? He gave you his faith to get his voice in the earth. 
Write that down. You never heard that before. God gave you, God gave you his faith, his faith to get his voice in the earth. And when you open your mouth, with God feel words, the devil don't know who it is. <laughs> you got that joker on the run. <laughs> he don't know who it is. He gave you his faith to tap into his word and get his voice. And when you speak the word of God, the devil don't know whether it's you or God. Can't differentiate the one from the other because they're the same. That's how you speak. You want to know what I call that? Speaking in the earth with the voice of Jesus. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> Speaking in the earth with the voice of Jesus. Everything obeys your command. Speaking in the earth with the voice of Jesus. My God. <laughs> you get in there speaking up. You get the earth don't know who it is. Oh, he's back. Don't tell nobody. Just say, yeah, he's here. You see what I'm saying? That's what it does. You get faith for it. You get faith for it, man. You'll catch that. You're catching that. Look at this. This is going to be cool. Look at this Romans 4. Was it 414? I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to go home. You all right? You need to come back next week. Next week, I might zip line across the sanctuary or something fun. That'd be kind of cool. Can you build a little thing? For if they, now you, you understand what I'm saying or am I going too quick? Don't just nod your head. You understand? You really get me? You see what I'm saying? He, okay, remember Paul said it like this? Not this Paul, the other Paul. Okay, the Paul in the Bible, right? Paul said it like this. He said, it is no longer I live, but the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You can't, Grace gave you access to get Jesus' faith. We get it through Abraham. All we did is say, I believe, and you got the faith of Abraham. I believe. Okay, go on. You got everything. You see the kingdom? You believe, and God said, here's everything. So once you believed, he gave you his faith. So this ain't hard for you to grab these promises. Now I'm going to show you how to do it, okay? This is what the apostle Paul showed us this. Faith it's God's faith. Abraham shows you how to produce the promise, okay? It's masterful. So let's just read this, and once you read this, everything I said should come clear. If it doesn't come clear, we'll stay a little bit, okay? Are you getting it? Don't make this hard. It's not hard. Preachers make it hard because they didn't understand what they were saying. I'm going to make it so simple. When you leave the building, you're going to know how to do it. Now, if you don't do it, that's on you, but I'm going to show you how to do it, okay? For if, now everybody stay with me. It's going to take five minutes if we all dial in. For if they, which are of the law, be heirs, we are not of the law, okay? We're heirs according to the promise, not according to works, okay? For if they, which are of the law, be heirs, then faith would mean boy. So you know what that means? If you get it because you work for it, you don't need faith to get it. Did you get it? So it's not because we go, oh, we come in, we're good. We're not good. We got it in here through faith. We believed in God because of faith. I didn't get in here because I'm a good Christian. I didn't get in here because I was great. I didn't get in here because of my attendance. I got in here because I believed something. When I believed, I got the faith to receive. We're good? Everybody's on the same page, right? We're pulling it in? Okay? Because you got to get these promises to work for you. Okay? Watch this. Okay? Okay. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Now he's talking about this promise. The promise to receive the Christ. For if, right? Now just because the law worketh wrath, for the, where there is no law, there is no transgression. 
That means, man, you, you're, you're free to have life, free, free life in the spirit kind of life. That's a, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. That ain't a good thing. Walk in love. That's the new requirement. The greatest commandment I've given to you is what? Love one another like I love you. That's all you got to do. Love. love is the new law. Because you know what? Watch tonight. I, I, I did something really good about the fruit of the spirit with Pastor Liz. Because there, there's only one real fruit of the spirit. It's love. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. There it is right there. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. You see it? Faith activated with grace provided. To the end, the promise might be sure and steadfast to all the seed. Where the seed? Remember Galatians 3? The seed, not seeds, one seed, the Christ in you. So the promise is a guarantee because God and Jesus made it and we get it because of Christ. Not to that only which is of the law, but also what? Of the promise. But to that which is of the faith of Abraham, who's the father of us all. We got the faith of Abraham when we believe, correct? We got the blessing in effect, correct? We got the promises in effect, correct? We got the things that God freely gave, correct? Right? Right? So we got the blessing of Abraham. Remember that? We got the promise. You guys are with me? We got the promise. We got the blessing. We got the overflow. We got the word of God. Watch this. Okay? As it is written. Ain't that the promise? The promise has been written. It's your inheritance. So let's say it like this. As anything has been written. As what was written to Abraham. He didn't have the Bible. God said it. I have made thee the father of many nations. God said it. God said it. Before him whom believed even God whom quickened the dead. And what? And call those things that be not as though they are. Were. You with me? Watch this one. Look what he said. He said, Abraham, he said, let me show you what I'm going to do. You can go back one more. Stay on 17. Let him see it for a minute. Go back a little bit further. You got it. As it is written. We got a written book. I have made thee the father. He said, Abraham, I'm making you the father of many nations before him who we believe, even God who quickened the dead, and called those things that be not. What did he say? He said, this is what I did. He said, I wrote, I got a written promise, and I started speaking it. I got a written promise, and I started speaking it and believing it and speaking it and believing it and speaking it and believing it and speaking it and believing it until Abraham got it. I'm going to show you what he did. He said, find it written and speak it and believe it till you see it. Speak it and believe it till you see it. Now watch this, right? Who call it the what? Who call it those things, but not which is though they were. God who quickened it to dead. He makes dead things alive. He could, which, which, what did he say? He can make something dead alive. He can turn a dead marriage around. He can turn a dead body around. He can turn a dead mind around. He can turn a dead, I'm telling you, he can turn anything dead. He's the resurrection in life. As it is written, I have made thee the father of many before him even believed, even God who quickened it to the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Now watch 18. Who against hope believed in hope. What's that mean? It means it was hopeless. But he believed it anyway. See, that's what you got to do. He's showing you the principles of hope and faith, guys. He said he believed it anyway. Against hope, believed in hope. That he might become the father of men, that he might become the father. He believed in hope about the promise. See, everybody say, well, go slow now. He said, well, you know, my God in heaven, we talks about the deadness of Sarah's womb. No, 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 no. Get the first step. He called me the father of many nations. I ain't even got a kid. I don't even know if that promise that he might become. What was he, what, where did he need to get hope for? The promise that God spoke to him. Did you get that? 
What did Abraham need hope for? The promise that God spoke to him about being the father of many nations. That's what he needed hope for. Did you get that? Every one of those promises you got in that Bible, every one of those promises you got in that Bible, you're going to need hope to see if God can do them for you. You have to resolve that. If he, you got to know the willingness of God. And stop looking at your character and who you are to tell me whether you deserve it or not. We don't deserve nothing. That's why you should take everything. Yeah, I'm telling you, if I got what I deserve, forget it. I don't deserve nothing, so take it all. Just take all of it. It's for you. Well, I made mistakes. Who cares? Did I just tell you over there? You're getting 100 bucks. It wasn't your idea. It was me and Jerry's idea. You just came in the building. Stop trying to pre-describe what God can do for you based upon your performance. You're messing it up. You're stopping it. You're hindering it. You're hindering God's ability for giving you more, everything more. Because you limited what he can do because of your limitation in your mind. Now watch right here. That's good, though. It's true. Watch. Leave it up there. Let me see that one part, please. Who against hope did what? Come on, man. This hope's a target. You know what Abraham had to do? Give God a target. Give God a target. Look what it says here. That he might become the father of many nations according to that which was. What's been spoken? Or oh, that whole book's been spoken. That whole book's been spoken. You go in there and you find that promise that's been spoken. Who believed, who believed against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. He got that promise. He said, I'm going to hang on that promise. And what? Who against hope? Watch what it says in 19. You're going to love this. And being not weak in faith. Weak faith starts considering, analyzing, thinking, nitpicking. Weak faith considers How's he gonna do it? When's he gonna do it? How? Just stop it. Don't worry about how. Don't worry about when. Don't worry about why. Just know I found a promise. I don't care how he. I don't care if he comes back from the dead. Jesus walked through the wall and says, "Peace be still." I'll be like, "Where's my stuff?" Glory be to God. Where's my promise? Whatever you believe in God for, that's such as material stuff every day. If he come walking through the wall, I'm like Jesus, hope to God. If you needed new body parts and Jesus come walking through the wall, I'm like, hey, where's my heart? I was somewhere last night. The guy got a new heart. He had a heart transplant. I never seen a person with a heart transplant before. You know, a real one. Real one. And a heart transplant. I was, I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Right? I prayed for the guy. But I was like, if I was believing God for a new heart and Jesus came walking through the wall, I'd be like, sir, nice to meet you. Where's my heart? You got to have that kind of faith, guys. That, you know what I mean? Hey, sir, nice to meet you. Where's my kidney? Sir, thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord. But you bring my stuff with you? You know when the kids, when you remember when you told the kids you're bringing something home? They are a pain, man. Did you get my ice cream? Did you get my stuff? You get they don't care less. You got 18 bags. Where's my, where's my Reese's? How in the world do I know where your Reese's are? Be quiet. Go out in the car get more of them bags out there. Did you get my stuff? I need this. I need that. Did you get my stuff? Be like a little kid. Jesus come to the wall. I brought salvation and healing. Did you get my stuff? They're going to do that with Jesus, them kids. Come on, you understand? Be like that. Say, where's my thing? I I believe in God. He considered not. Now, weak faith starts considering stuff, guys. How's he going to do it? When's he going to do it? Why is he going to? You know what I'm saying. Come on, we got to go home. Come on, man. You get it? What happens when you say, how long is this going to take? Considering. I thought it should have happened by now. Considering. That shows your faith's getting weak in that thing. You know what that means? Write this down. You need a hope refresher. Try to get one of them at Starbucks. Uh, excuse me, sir. Do you have a hope refresher? 
I'll do a video this week and ask for one. I'm going to go in there this week and get, all right, calm down all you people that don't drink Starbucks, I know. You know, if you get into all that, you ain't going to leave the house. Crazy, man, these people are nuts. Everybody's nuts. Just the other day I read something, I was like, I can't even believe this. They better not start messing with stuff I like. Because you're next, now it'll be next. They're going to start jerking around with the things I like, and then I'm not going to want to go get it. They got me all messed up now. Try to, they're trying to mess with my life, and I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll try. I'm going to bind it. All right. He considered not his own, when he was about 100 years old, keep going, neither did Dennis of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. You see that? Unbelief starts to make you stagger. You ever, you ever see somebody stagger? They're not walking straight no more. Can't stay on it. They're getting hit. Watch the guy the other day. The guy got hit. Boom. You see him like fighting. He got wrapped. You lose your balance. Staggering because you get hit with the blows of life. Things cause you to stagger. Don't get weak in it. He was strong in faith and gave glory to God. He kept saying what he needed to say. Now watch this. And being fully persuaded. Who needed to be fully persuaded? Not God. Abraham. That what he had promised God, he was also able to perform. Woo! So this is what faith does. Now watch this. How you doing? I'm going home and you are too. Ready? Here we go. You go in this book. What do you need? You find your hope. Hope is the anchor of the soul. Got it. Got my promise. Got my promise. Got it. Write it on an index card. Read it. Confess it. Hold it and speak it. Hold it and speak it. And then when you start, you start getting the point. Faith, faith is the substance of things. The evidence of things. I don't see it. Hope it. Give faith the target. Believe it, speak it, confess it. Believe it, speak it, confess it. Believe it, speak it, confess it. How long I got to do this for? Hush your staggering mouth. Believe it, speak it, confess it. Stop getting it. Hell, when's this going to happen? Get out of your unbelief, you. Cut it out. Next thing you know, these promises are going to come so alive. I mean, the Bible says that's how you become a divine partaker of a new nature. You are getting ready to supernaturally, I'm telling you what, this is how you do it. How long is it going to take? Who in the world cares? It works. You know what I'm saying? If it works, what do I care? I don't care if it takes time. Time doesn't matter. Come on, stand up on your feet. You did great. Time doesn't matter. Time only matters to people that, that, that really don't understand the power of time. Because, oh, well, you, you're not living, you're living in a scene realm too much. That's where time matters in the scene realm. I'm not in no scene realm. Care about no time. Slow, this is what I'm telling you. The slower you slow your processor down, the, less you, the least amount of time you care about time. You're too, you're too anxious inside. If time is bothering you, you're too anxious in your spirit. It's true. The more I'm settling my spirit, the less, the less conscious of time I am. It's true. Because you, 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 you move time, time doesn't move you. You'll start learning how to do it. But you got to get, you stay stuck in the promise. It, it, it grabs you, it slows the process down. You're doing good, man. This ain't easy, but you could do it. Did you get it? That's, what you, that, that's how you get it. 
That's how you get it. You hang on that promise and say, ah, no, I ain't going nowhere. And you speak it, believe it, you speak it, you believe it, you speak it, you believe it, you speak it, you believe it. sooner or later, boom, you become fully persuaded. And it grows. See, it's like a seed. It says a farmer goes to bed day and night. He knoweth not how. First the blade, then the ear, then the full kernel in the ear. How you do that? The earth does it. The seed does it. The process does it. All you got to do is just focus on what's been spoken. Some of you got stuff God spoke to you. You can't find it in the pages of this book. It's okay. You got to focus on that too. Keep it in front of you. Keep it in your hope. Here's the problem, guys. I'm telling you what happens. We keep it here in hope, in the soul, and then we go, ah, I don't know. And now faith's got no target. And then you want to get excited about it again and bring it back in. And uh, you got to let the process complete. Through faith and patience, they inherit the promises because they patiently endured. Just keep it there. Where are you going anyway? You ain't going nowhere. Keep that hope right there. And I get a little weak in this thing. I don't know. I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little ner- Just reset yourself. Don't look like none of this stuff. My faith target, I ain't leaving it. It'll materialize it. But you got to keep it in front of it long enough. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a, a picture? You ever try to do this? You ever try to catch a picture and, and you, somebody's moving and you shoot it, but you don't get it right? And you're like, darn it, man, they moved. And you got to go do it again. Right? How many times have you done it? A couple of you, you know what I'm saying? Do it again. Stay still. You ever try to take a family photo of a bunch of people? Stop blinking, moving, touching it. God on my. That's what you're doing some of you with your hope. See it again. It's fuzzy. I can't see it again. I don't, I really can't. It doesn't come into focus. See it again. See it again. Till you focus it in. See another one that looks like it. Focus, dial in, man. Oh, I see it now. I got that picture. My faith can only materialize when my hope can hold. That's the system. If my hope can't hold it, my faith can't materialize it. Jesus said, by faith, you receive these promises from heaven. See? That's how you do it. It's a process. We'll talk more about it. Amen? Lift your hands to heaven. You did great. Father, thank you for what you're telling us. Thank you for your leading us and guiding us. We love you and we believe it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now, just I want you to say this out loud. Say, Father, help me with my hope and help me with my faith. I believe it and I receive it. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I love you guys. You did great. Clap for yourself. You're awesome, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.